Welcome to the Answers from Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Lalone. In each episode, you'll hear from leaders across the world. You'll hear their struggles, their thoughts on leadership, and a parting word of wisdom from each guest. Are you ready to hear Answers from Leadership? I hope you are, because it's coming at you right now. Today we welcome Timothy J. Carroll. Timothy can hardly remember a time when leadership and performance weren't important themes in life. The son of an entrepreneur, he was raised in an environment where leadership values were prized, and no one was surprised when later in life, Timothy started a successful business of his own. Timothy believes you should never stop learning, and he has continually sought out the best in the world to learn from. He has devoted his career to sharing his insights with people who aspire to lead in the corporate world and the world of sports. Recently, Timothy released the book, The Evolutionary Leader. In this new book, Timothy shares five practical steps to dramatically develop people and performance. We'll discuss a little bit about the book today and questions I glean from it. Other than that, Timothy, what else do you want listeners to know about you? Hi, Joe. Good to uh, to meet you, and, and thanks so much for the opportunity. Uh, looking forward to sharing with the listeners today. And I think, I guess, if there's a few things that uh, Elsa could share about me is that, um, you know, my, my journey started uh, being uh, an athlete. And I used to barefoot water ski. Yes, that is barefoot water skiing. I used to barefoot ski for New Zealand and competed in four world championships. And during that journey, I discovered sports psychology and it very much helped me to perform to my full potential helped me to get the best out of myself. And later in my life, after I retired, I decided that that's what I wanted to work with, that I really wanted to help people to find uh, how to improve their performance, achieve their full potential. And so that's what put me off on the path. I guess it's a, it's a good place to start. Yeah, you mentioned barefoot water skiing. Yeah. I actually just tried regular skiing for the first time a couple of weeks ago. It's a oh, pretty fabulous. difficult thing to do. Yes. Um, yeah. A bit, barefoot water skiing isn't the, the biggest sport in the world, but it, it certainly is um, very challenging. You're, you're on your feet, you know, screaming across the water at 40 miles an hour plus. And, you know, you have to master your mind. You have to learn to conquer your fears and believe in yourself because, it hurts when you fall and, you know, when you're competing and competing against the best in the world, you know, you've, you've really got to be on your top, top game. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that I learned was you've got to work on yourself as a whole person, physically, mentally, uh, and emotionally, and not just, you know, get, get deep into the training and the physical and technical side of things, but work on yourself as a whole person. And that's what we do at Carol Consultancy Group when we're working with leaders is that we work with leaders as a whole person, uh, technically, tactically, mentally, emotionally, physically. And it, it gets great results, fabulous results. That little chat right there, you mentioned kind of what leadership looks like. It's more than just a single faceted approach. But what does leadership look like specifically to you? Well, I think the number one thing... Um, that that I the first thing that I'll share is that uh, leadership is about being a role model. So, what does that look like? That means that you are being the change that you want to see in the world. 
uh, Gandhi mentioned, be the change that you want to see in the world. And, and I think that that's the number one thing. You, you have to um, walk the talk and uh, be an example of what's possible to others. So leadership is, is all about, number one, being a role model. Two, I think if you can't lead yourself, then you can't really lead others. And to do that, you need to understand how you work as a human being, um, how you are wired up, uh, programs that you're in the game of leadership, not just have leadership skills or self-leadership skills, but understand yourself, know thyself. And, uh, that's, that's super important. And then three is, is, you know, the application of, of the leadership skills and the ability to, um, really inspire, uh, others, um, know how to get the best out of others um, and apply everything that you've learned um, in a way that is, yeah, the, that works and works consistently. So it starts with self, always starts with self, getting the best out of yourself. And then uh, once you've got that down, you can apply that to other people and, and uh, support them in getting the best out of themselves. And the amazing thing is, is that everyone is unique everyone is an individual and so to lead one person effectively will not be the same as leading another person that's why it's so important that leaders learn about the psychology of business and the psychology of how people work so that they can get the best out of each individual uh, for top performance in the evolutionary leader i noticed you mentioned leaders are failing to improve their performance why do you think they're failing to improve? Yeah, um, that's a bold statement. Of course, I don't think that question is is true for everyone. Uh, but I would say that what perhaps what I was pointing to there is is that uh, that leadership is not learning uh, how about in depth about how human beings work, and they they in an MBA you might spend. A, a small part of time in the NBA on the psychology of, uh, po you know, positive psychology or the psychology of, of, uh, people and, or business. Um, but it's not uh, a major focus. So the key there is, is, and what I found with, with our clients is that it's important to, uh, learn about how the human being works. It's important to bridge that gap, um, and become, very good at understanding how, how people work so that, that they can get the best out of others. And that's what we're hired at CCG Carol Consultancy Group to do. And, and what we've noticed is, is that there is a paradigm shift occurring in leadership. Leadership comes to us to, to learn how to become a transformational leader or an evolutionary leader, to move from transactional leadership to transformational and evolutionary leader leadership, to learn the skills of how people work and how to get the best out of themselves. So that's what we're best at is helping companies to, to develop their performance through working with their leadership and their teams and their people and helping them to become world-class transformational leaders. What's one or two ways leaders can start to achieve their best? Yeah, I think there's different levels of leadership. You know, as I mentioned, there's uh, transactional leadership. Then there's transformational leadership. And then finally, evolutionary leadership. And a majority of leaders are based on that, that 
you know, have learned transactional leadership really well. So to go to the next level, leadership really needs to understand how to engage their people in a transformational way, how to engage the business in a transformational way. So not just working with the person to uh, transactionally uh, or with the business transactionally looking at the numbers, but how do you actually transform an organization and, and its people, you know, the human capital, which is the, the biggest investment and the biggest cost for, for a business? How do you leverage that and, and improve the culture, improve engagement levels in the business, which is the number one issue globally, bar none, for all businesses in the world is engagement. How do you increase engagement in the company and transform the, the business from the inside out? So that's, I would say, is the biggest challenge and the number one thing that I think businesses and leadership can can do to take their business to the next level. Are there any struggles or barriers that they need, that leaders and businesses need to watch out for in trying to create this engagement? Yeah. You've got to get buy-in. Number one, you've got to get buy-in. If you're going to make change, uh, you've got to create buy-in. And uh, the funny thing is, is you don't know what you don't know, right? So the first thing is, is to to learn and engage people that have got proven results to learn. You know, I had a saying when I was uh, water skiing or barefoot skiing for New Zealand, if you want to be the best, then you've got to go and hang out with the best, learn from the best and, and you become who you associate with. So often this, uh, you know, top CEOs or, or presidents find themselves in a very isolated position, um, caught between their leadership team and the board of directors and they don't know what they don't know. And they're doing their very best to, to get the best out of themselves, their team, and the business. Um, but they might not be uh, getting the results that they want. Marissa, Marissa Meyer, the, the, the former head of uh, Yahoo, is, is a perfect example of this. You know, she was hired from Google and, and uh, unfortunately, you know, wasn't able to get the results that she wanted earning huge salaries, but, you know, was that salary getting the return on investment that, that uh, the company looked at? And I would suggest no, because uh, the company wasn't performing. So she, you know, clearly what you don't know, you don't know. And therefore it's great to, to have someone who can support you in, in holding up the mirror to yourself and, and seeing what it is that you can improve on. So, yeah, number one is having the humility to be uh, open to growing and improving and, and developing yourself. Uh, two would be to work with someone who's able to uh, support you effectively and hold up that mirror so that you can get the feedback and, and discover what we call the growth gap, like your gaps for growth. And then three is is to create a, a plan to, to do that and, and to develop yourself and work alongside someone who can support you in effectively getting from where you are to where you want to be um, and achieving those objectives uh, and someone who's done it and done it well with, with people in the past. So, yeah, that, that's, I think, some of the, the, the struggles that business leaders have and uh, how to overcome this. 
I want to go back to the, the isolation part. Yes. You mentioned a lot of leaders are isolated between board of directors and the people that they answer to. And yes. they need to get, they should get out and interact with other leaders and other people. Yes. How would you recommend if a leader's struggling in the area, what would you recommend they do? Yeah, I think it's, it's a lonely place at the top. And, you know, there's no, it's the saying that, uh, you know, there's, when you're at the top, there's nowhere to go but down, right? Well, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think, you know, as an athlete, you've got to take the position of really focusing on how can I improve, how can I be better? If you look at, you know, world-class athletes, whether it be Olympians, we've just had the Olympics, or, you know, the NBA basketball player players uh, like LeBron, um, or Jason Day, the, the number one golfer in the world currently, all of these athletes, whether they know it or not, are addicted to the process of getting better. They are driven by wanting to be the best they can be, uh, and, and uh, they're always hunting for that extra 1%, 2%, 3%. How can they, how can they gain an extra percent on top of what they're able to do, because that'll separate them from uh, their, their their competitors. And you know, at CCG, we we are looking um, at applying the the secrets of success that of sport into business to help um, leaders take on that same attitude that they need to become addicted to the process of getting better, uh, to work on themselves. And, and constantly grow towards being the best self they can be. And if you don't have that, then you're going to get eaten up and spat out by other leaders and other companies that, that have that attitude. So one, I think for leaders to move out of isolation, they need to connect with other leaders that are uh, hungry and hungry to, to perform to their best and grow, network with them. Uh, build alliances with them. Two, the, uh, I would recommend that you work with a an external consultant who has proven results in the marketplace for supporting leadership and and growing and developing and supporting companies and growing and developing. You know, leadership is uh, the growth of leadership is intrinsically connected to the growth of the company. If leadership a company will not grow, and you 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 want which most companies grow your leadership and and proactively make a plan to do that. And I and I can promise you, it's it's amazing how many companies that I've met that don't do that. They they think they're doing it, or they're not doing it very well, or they're not. So and of course there are examples out there of, of companies that are doing a fabulous job and they're flying and their business is growing and, and, and people are happy in the organization, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, get busy at getting better and find people that are really good at it, whether it be leaders in, in other businesses or consultants uh, like myself that are, uh, are trained to support leadership in, in doing that. I think you mentioned that, you know, you, you see that a lot in sports. Yes, it brings up brings to my mind. I actually ran into my pastor last night. Yes. He just trained for a half Ironman. 
Right. And he talked about bringing in a coach. And normally he would be winded and dead at the end of an Iron Man or half Iron Man. Correct. He was like, at the end of this half Iron Man, I was ready to keep on going. Excellent. So, yeah, when we partner with the right people and get connected, you know, we're able to strengthen ourselves. That's right. Absolutely. I think, I think it's, you know, it's so important to surround yourself with a team of people as a leader, surround yourself with a team of people that will support you in succeeding. So for example, you know, when I was working as a, a mental skills advisor for the Swedish golf federation, uh, we, we were working with uh, amateur golf players and the, the, the system that the Swedish golf federation had was, is that they built a team of experts around each individual player. And I was the, you know, a mental skills advisor in a team of advisors that was spread out through throughout Sweden. And, you know, there was also a physical trainer network that was spread out throughout, throughout the country, as well as a technical training network. So no matter where you were in the country, living in Sweden, if, as an amateur player playing for Sweden, you would have access to top mental skills uh, coaching, top physical training, and top technical training. And that model was implemented for a number of years. And over those years, uh, Sweden's results at an amateur level got better and better. And they became the number one golfing nation on the planet. And, and also uh, developed some very fine professional players that moved out of the amateur level uh, into the professional level, whether it be Annika Sorenstein, who, you know, who was the number one women's golfer in the world for many years before she retired. Or recently, Henrik Stenson, who won his first major for, was the first Swedish male to win a major uh, and has been, you know, in the top 10 uh, for, for a number of years. So, yeah, I think you can learn from models that work and you can apply that to, to yourself and, and to your business. And, and so modeling is a, is a very important thing. You, you, you can look at, you know, what, what is working in other companies uh, learn from them and apply that to self. And that's something that, that uh, you know, when you're trained in cognitive behavioral sciences, as I am, we apply to, to business. From, from my personal experience in the past, working with other companies and organizations, what's working, how can we apply that to, to this current situation or this current project or this current business or this current leader? Yep. So sport, build a team around you. Super important. Going with the sports thing, in our previous chat, yes. as we try and set up this interview, you mentioned William Truebridge, who was the deepest freediver. Correct. With his freediving, he has to enter into, I believe you said it was flow? Yes. How, how does that play into the evolutionary leadership? That's such a good question. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that one up because in my experience as, a, as an athlete, in the past, when performance happened at its full potential, or when I performed literally out of my mind, broke a personal best or, or, or got a record, uh, what I noticed is, is that everything seemed to flow. There was a real flow about it. Uh, it was, you know, the performance happened easily and effortlessly. And I got super curious about that. I was like, I want that. And I want that all the time. How can I tap into that place where where everything happens easily and effortlessly. And I started asking, you know, other 
colleagues in, in sport, you know, what are you experiencing when you broke that personal best or uh, when you broke that world record? And they all said, you know, it was it was effortless. Um, I wasn't trying. Uh, I wasn't thinking about anything. It was just happening, and and it executed, and, and I executed it. And so, from studying psychology, I, I learned about the what's called the zone or or the flow, where performers, whether it be in the arts or in sport, uh, go to this place where they have what I call a no mind experience. They, they switch their mind off or their thoughts become very still. They get out of the way of themselves. Um, and they literally perform out of their mind. They, they perform to their best. And, um, and one day, you know, I interviewed William Truebridge, you know, the world's number one freediver who recently broke his own world record and on one breath dove down to over 330 feet, 102 meters, uh, and return to the surface. And I said to him, William, what is your experience when you're diving? And he said, well, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm uh, lying on the surface of the water and breathing up, and my mind will say to me, this is the last breath you're ever going to take. Or when I'm diving deep into the ocean, my mind will say to me, this, uh, turn back, you're going to die. And, and he said, I, I just don't pay attention to that. I'm so bored with all of that negative self-talk that comes up automatically that I just don't pay attention to it because it doesn't serve me. If I pay attention to that, I, I lose my performance. So I asked him, I said, what are you paying attention to? And he said, I'm, I'm paying attention to the stillness in my mind. And the deeper that I can dive into that stillness, the deeper that I can dive into the ocean. And that uh, reflected my own experience, that, that basically uh, if I can shut off my mind and all the negative self-talk, then I, I would be able to perform to the best. And so at, at Carroll Consultancy Group, what we do is, is we, we focus on the cognitive behavioral sciences side of business and, and performance and how we're wired up and, and belief systems and what, you know, basically what you believe is what you achieve, how, how to get the best out of yourself through working on the, on the psycho psychological side. But also we focus on how can you step into that place where athletes go, where everything happens easily and effortlessly and master your mind, master the monkey, which I like to say, uh, and and learn to stop it and be super present, because when you're super present, all of your training, all of everything that you've learned comes out and executes itself easily and effortlessly. And so, th and through being super present, uh, you're able to perform to your best. You're able to manage stress really, really easily. You're able to take right action. You're able to be super effective during the day. The, the benefits are endless, and this I've found is uh, super important for for leadership to to master that, as well as learn about how they work as a human being and, and the psychological side of things. You've been leading for a long time. What do you wish you would have known about leadership when you were in your twenties? Oh man, that's a great question. I think when I was younger, I wish. I really wish that I'd known 
more about the the psychology of leadership. This is something that I didn't really learn until I was, you know, in my mid-20s. I competed in my first world championships when I was 18. And I think, you know, my late teens and early 20s, if I'd known how to lead myself better through understanding how I worked as a human being, then for sure in my first world championships, I would have performed better. Uh, in the subsequent competitions and, and tournaments that I skied in after that, I would have been able to uh, get the, the best out of myself. And so these these techniques, I think, would have been very good to support me in getting better results for myself uh, as an athlete, but also, you know, when I first started my business and, and being able to perform better uh, in my business and and understand that leadership at a, at a deeper level yeah so i think the psychology of business is probably what i would have or the psychology of of human beings as well would have been a great asset for me when i was younger and helped me to lead myself better and be a better role model and and help me to get the best out of myself i think is probably the right way to describe it do you have anything else you'd like to share with the listeners today parting words of wisdom yes well, I think as a leader, you've got to focus on working on yourself as a whole leader. So in the book, The Evolutionary Leader, Five Steps to Dramatically Develop People in Performance, there are four things that we really focus on. Um, one is the mastery of mind. So we focus on, the book focuses on, you know, how do you really master that mind and how does the mind work and, and why is it important to master that? And, uh, what can you do to, to run that, that, that mind? You know, is, is your mind running you or are you running your mind? And, and so, you know, getting back in the, the driver's seat, I think, is, is super important and to learn about the, the most powerful computer in the world, which exists right between your ears, these six inches between your own ears. Uh, and we designed the computer in, in our own representation. You know, we're, the computer operates very close, very much like our conscious and unconscious minds. It's, it's a phenomenal. So we talk about that in the book. Then there is the second theme is, is mastery of emotions. And we are, we all emote. We are all emotional beings and, and our emotions are very powerful. And so how can we use our emotions? How can we master our emotions? How, you know, is, is, is fear controlling you or uh, is, uh, are you able to choose your emotions at will? Or are you reacting to emotions and, and uh, as they come up? So very much about emotional mastery. That's the, th the second theme. Super important to learn as a, as a person to get the best out of yourself. The third one is, is the physical mastery. And, you know, as an athlete, you've got to focus on your health. You've got to focus on uh, building your body and your muscles and, uh, and not just that, but what sort of fuel you're putting into your body. Uh, is that fuel working to support you in performing and having mental clarity and being able to be present and focused? So 
I think this is one of the, the most underestimated sides of business and leadership performance is, is the health side. And we've addressed that in the book. And it's something that we address when coaching leaders is nutrition, uh, hydration, and the health aspect uh, that's addressed as well. And then the last one is, is how do you be super present, which I think is the icing on the cake. And just that one alone, if you can, if you can master that just really well, that one theme on its own, then your performance will go to a completely different level. And that's a real art. And I guess to master those four themes and to be able to do that really well for yourself and then help other people to do it, that's the art of leadership. Yeah, so I think those that those are the, the, the final words of wisdom I would have for our interview today. And, uh, and I challenge everyone out there to, to dive into uh, those four things and see, see how well you can do those and, and, you know, report back to yourself, Joe, and report back to me and, and let me know how you're going and uh, be interesting to see. Awesome. I think those, those thoughts will give listeners a lot to think about. Yes. Um, so thanks for joining us on the Answers from Leadership podcast. If listeners want to connect with you online or get your book, how would they go about doing that? Okay, so the, the book is available on Amazon.com, and you can search up the, um, Timothy J. Carroll uh, or The Evolutionary Leader, Five Steps to Dramatically Develop People and Performance. It's available um, in the UK, on the UK side as well, and uh, in Kindle version and paperback version. So you can get the book uh, on Amazon. And uh, please leave a, a review if you um, buy a book. That would be fabulous. Um, or you can connect with us on, on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and Twitter. We have uh, those. We also are starting up a, a YouTube channel, and, and we'd love to hear from all the leaders out there who uh, take the time to look at the book, or if they have any questions, uh, please drop us a line, and we'll be happy to support in any way we can. And, of course, the, the, um, the website, uh, on the website, you can – access the book through the website and we have lots of free resources on the website that you can download for yourself support you on your leadership journey carolconsultancy.com carolconsultancy.com is the is the website for that all right i'll make sure to have those linked up in the show notes so the listeners have a quick and easy place to go to they can just click on the link and be brought to your site your twitter facebook you know Excellent. wherever they want to go thanks joe thanks so much for the opportunity to speak to your uh listeners today and and uh, i really enjoyed it it's my pleasure i think they'll get a lot out of it yes i hope so i hope you enjoyed episode 22 of the answers from leadership podcast and our guest timothy carroll in listening to this episode you should have discovered that leadership is about self but also about bringing others alongside you great leadership doesn't happen in a vacuum the show notes for today's episode is available at jmlalone.com slash 022. Go there to find quotes from Timothy, all the questions that were asked, and much more. Also, if you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave the Answers from Leadership podcast a review. This helps other leaders like you discover the show. Until next time, continue to lead well.